What's up, good people? You're now tuned in to Crockpot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening, and please make sure that you subscribe to and share the podcast, and if possible, please leave a rating and a review, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. This is episode 61, and it's part two of our January series titled Take the Leap. And again, all I'm doing with this series this month is trying to set the right tone for 2021 and encourage you to not let another year go by where you are stuck in a place that's unfulfilling, doing something that's uninspiring, or settling for a situation that's undesirable. Today's episode is all about one thing, turning inconvenience to inspiration. Yeah, my guests today are people I share and experience with because each of us knows what it feels like to go to work in the morning, be unemployed by evening, and confused as hell by nighttime. <laughs> On the other side of the break, you're going to hear my conversation with master trainer Ashley Nicole and attorney Katrina Brown. This is a conversation you don't want to miss. So sit tight. We'll be right back. Hey, do you ever have that feeling that you were made for more? Like that feeling that where you are is not where you're supposed to stay because you know you can do better, but for some reason you're stuck. Well, if so, Anthony D. Sparks can help. As a certified life coach, Anthony has coached hundreds of individuals ranging from CEOs to stay-at-home parents, helping them with issues such as finding their purpose, achieving work-life balance, improving their love lives, or just simply becoming better people. If you've ever thought about coaching and been hesitant, or if you've never thought about coaching but know something in your life has to improve, then this message is for you. Go to www.anthonydsparks.com to book a free consultation to see if Anthony can help. It's time for you to live a life of purpose, on purpose. All right, y'all, welcome back to episode 61 of the Crockpot Conversations podcast. And again, it's part two of our Take the Leap series. And today, man, look, I've got two dynamic women with me who, if you don't know their names already, I firmly believe that this year, you gonna know who they are. Katrina Brown and Ashley Nicole, what is up, y'all? Hello, hello. Hey, what's happening? Man, it's so, so good to have y'all. Um, I'm looking forward to this conversation because uh, I think in so many ways we, we, we're kindred spirits um, because y'all's story um, are just case studies and inspiration and, and a lot of your stories mirror mine and so we'll talk about that a little bit but before we jump into it as we always do if y'all don't mind give the audience a brief introduction on who you are and what you do Ash first and then Katrina. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Ashley Nicole. I'm the owner and founder of RA Warrior Fitness, LLC. I'm a master trainer, uh, born and raised in Florence, Alabama, currently living in Dallas, Texas, and loving it. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Katrina Brown. I am the owner and principal attorney of Creative Mind Law, and it's a law firm where we specialize in helping um, minority business owners and entrepreneurs protect their intellectual property through trademarks, copyrights, trade secrets, 
um, business law contracts, you name it, we do it. So definitely if you're out there and you have a business and you want to do a consultation, you definitely feel free to hit us up. That's what's up. Thank y'all so much. And and the work that, you, that both of you are doing in your particular lanes and spaces um, is amazing. I'm super proud of y'all. I'm, I'm honored to be connected to you. And um, I just I just love, 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 love what you're doing. So thank y'all for, for, for joining today and for being um, a part of this series. And I really believe that, that what you're going to share is going to, uh, to be a blessing to a lot of folks, plain and simple. So um, that being said, let's just jump into the nitty gritty of it. Um, you lost a job right y'all both of you lost a job out of the blue blindsided as was i a few years ago so if you don't mind um just give the audience the story behind that uh trina you first and then ash so okay the shorter the short um (laughs) at the the beginning of last year in january january 1st and i know we when we talk about january 1st that's that new me new you new whatever um, and, and I woke up and the Lord literally said, this is your Exodus year. Mm. And I, I really, you know, when you think about the book of Exodus, I immediately like, okay, boom, I'm going to the promised land. I'm ready. Is that a raise, Lord? Does that mean that I'm about to get, you know, make these six figures out here? Like, what are we doing? Um, needless to say, I forgot all about the trouble that the children of Israel went through before they went mm. to the promised land. And it was a year from pure hell. That's wow. the, the easiest way I can put it. Um, but it's something about when you know you need to leave, but because you are used to the health benefits and you're used to the money and the, the, those direct deposits that drop every two weeks, <laughs> baby, it, it's hard to let, let a situation go even when you're miserable. Oh, and so for me, I wasn't going to leave. So the Lord had to go ahead and shut that door and lock it um, and set it on fire. And that's exactly what happened. And I mean, from there, it has it's just been, it's been uphill since, <laughs> since the day I left. Wow. So. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. And it sounds so, so familiar. Um, Ash, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, so I've actually been laid off, lost a job like three times. So most recent was was this year when the pandemic hit in March. um, We started working from home. And then a few weeks later, they were like, okay, we'll give a 20% pay cut, but it shouldn't be any furloughs happening. You know, you should be good. And then three weeks later, oh, yep. Pay cut wasn't enough, so we're gonna be laying, we're gonna be furloughing some people for three months. So I was wow. in that number, and then in July they announced um, layoffs. Wow! And so, um, like Katrina said, honestly, God really prepared me for this whole world of entrepreneurship months before I even knew it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, because in January, you know, that's when I did my, of course, my January New Year New Me yep. reset. Yep. And, you know, I told God, I went through a 21 day fast. I was like, okay, this is the year I'm gonna walk in my purpose. Mm. And with my church, the subject was purpose. Like literally every day we, we read scripture, we studied about everything was on purpose. Right. And so I just knew that this was gonna be my year. And just leading up to March, even when we were working from home with my full-time job, by that time I was ready to launch my online fitness programs. Like literally he just prepared me step-by-step. Step. I didn't know where I was going, what I was doing, but I was just being obedient to his word. And and as Katrina said, I mean, it's been uphill from there. You know, it's been a challenge, you know, with losing the health benefits, which is something that's very important to me. And I can share a little bit more about that later. But, you know, it's something about trusting God and just really letting him guide your steps and even push you off the edge when you won't jump yourself, (laughs) knowing that he will catch you. I'm telling you, it's so rewarding. 
it's rewarding. Yeah, yeah that, that that is an awesome, awesome point. Um, and, and both of y'all, awesome story. Um, and I, I've told my story on the show before, um, and, and it was very, very similar. Kind of like exactly what you all said. I I was plotting or looking for kind of an exit, um, but I had the, the the crazy misconception or notion that I was going to exit when the side gig or the purpose gig started making at least nearly as much as the, the full-time gig. And um, and so, you know, I was like, well, that, that, that'll be the exit strategy. When, when I start making enough income to replace the one I'm making on a full-time job, cool. And it was almost like God was just like, dude, let me just go and get you up out of here. <laughs> Cause, mm-hmm. right, right. cause, uh, yeah, cause you, cause you are suffering. You are in hell. You are, mm-hmm. you, you are losing who you are. You are losing yourself. You're, you're coming home to your family. They taking the frustration. You, you got to go. And so, um, mm-hmm. and so, so that's what happened. So yeah, kind of like that. I, it, was, it was just that push. I got pushed out, and um, and that kind of leads me to the next thing that I wanted to ask you. Um, how'd you feel when suddenly? the very thing that was giving you that sense of um, stability was kind of ripped from under you. How, how did you feel when you just lost um, your, your, your footing, so to speak? Ash, um, you can answer that one in the entrance. Yeah, so it was kind of half and half for me. I was okay. somewhat relieved, but also somewhat, I guess, afraid of the unknown. Oh yeah. Relieved in that I knew that if I had stayed, you know, I, my background is in nonprofit. I knew if I had stayed, I was going to really be overworked and underpaid because yeah. that's kind of how it is working in nonprofit anyway. So if I had stayed, I know I would have been more miserable. So I was actually relieved because when I knew the furloughs and everything were coming, I had a little talk with Jesus. I was like, listen, <laughs> I would not be mad <laughs> if, you know, if I do not go back to that job, but I just want to walk in my purpose. Just, just, you know, I'm, I'm going to be obedient. Yeah. And then I, on the fearful side, you know, um, so just to give you a bit a bit of background, the RA warrior in my business name, uh, the RA stands for rheumatoid arthritis. I've lived with RA for 16 years. Wow. And so it requires, you know, a lot of medical attention. Health benefits are super important. And I was really more so worried, how am I gonna get this expensive medicine? Yeah. You know, this medicine that with insurance is just $40 a month, but without it is $4,600 a month. Wow. How am I gonna do how am I gonna do that? And so um anyways, God worked that thing out too. Nice. And um he did and um he allowed me to be able to to get that medication through an assistance program free of charge for the next year. Goodness. So, you know, that wow. just goes to show God he he takes care of his own. He, he does. takes care, he takes care of us. So sure. yeah, it was half and half for me, but okay. you know, all in all, it's all good. Good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> Trina, you're, uh, how did you feel when you went from stable to, to unstable? <laughs> so let me just say this. Like when it happened, I called, when I left, I called my mom and I know I called you the same day and told yeah. you about it. <laughs> and um, I was so calm. My yeah. whole family came to my house because they thought I was going to have a nervous breakdown. And I was like, no, I, I'm, I'm really good. Yeah. And so I was good for about a week. And then it hit me. See, I grew up poor. I, I didn't come from privileged parents or we didn't have money. And I'm not, this is not a sob story. It's just that when you grow up poor and you actually start making substantial money, you never want to revert back. And I think the 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 idea of being free from hell 
was was made me feel so good. But that Monday morning when I woke up and didn't have nothing to do, and my last direct deposit was about to drop that Friday, I was like, oh, I'm going back. I just closed <laughs> my house. You know, I was like, what am I? What am I supposed to do? Yeah. And um, it's I, when I tell you the way God had orchestrated that thing, like, it, and I've been, I, my firm's been in a year and a half now. Wow. And I make triple what I made over there. Wow. My wow. And so what I'm saying is that a lot of times what what prevents us from being able to do those things is those direct deposits. Like actually the, the medical insurance, listen, the 401k, those are things that you that we've grown up knowing that we needed to have in order to survive. Right. Um, and I'm so grateful that God has created a new new lane for our generation yeah. where we don't feel so bound yeah. to those three things that we stay forever. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Right. Yep. Yep. No, that's 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 big. And and, and I, I I would agree wholeheartedly. Um, the, the same thing, you know, kind of happened to me. I got, you know, I got blindsided with determination. And that evening, like I was super calm. It was just like it was almost a relief. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, of course, people were hitting me up like, hey, you know, you OK? I remember riding around with my uncle that night or just that that evening. He was just kind of just 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 kind of there for me um, to, to just have somebody to just lean on for a little bit in the aftermath of it. And but I mean, I was so, so, so serene um, because kind of like you, Ashley, too, I had been saying, all right, God, I'm ready to walk in this purpose. I'm ready to do this thing that I know I have been um, you know, called to do, purpose to do, um, given to do. And I'm, I'm ready to do it and ready to make it full time. And to your point, Trina, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's funny when I had the every two week paycheck, when I had the health insurance, when I had all of that stuff, I was literally paycheck to paycheck in it. Mm-hmm. And and now that I've been on my own, here here's what's crazy about it. And, and, and it's nothing but God. Now that I've been on my own, I'm still not regularly, quote unquote, making what I was making on the full time job. But I've got reserve income yeah you know yep. I, I i got cushion yep. now i, I didn't exactly. have cushion before and so it's like how that work <laughs> yeah yeah same here i mean i feel the same way like looking at my account i'm like okay i'm not making as much as i was making full time but I got all this money saved up. I've never had this much money saved right. up. For one, the pandemic helped with that. Sure, sure, <laughs> not, sure. out, not going out to happy hours, not going out to eat. Yep. But still, I feel like it's, God works in only a way that he can just Absolutely. to provide that, you know? And it's just, it's been amazing, just yep. mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, and I'm, and I also think that it causes us to be a better steward of our income, right? Mm-hmm. See, it's one thing when you know them checks gonna be guaranteed. Right. You be like, well, I get paid in two weeks, so I gonna hit it splurge. But like, look, when you don't know what it's gonna be like for the month, you like, well, I really don't have to have that. You know, right. we, really, we we really don't watch Netflix all that much. It's one of those things where you begin to walk in the biblical principles of the good steward of your money being accountable being Mm -hmm. making sure that you give because that's one of the things that i did and i and i'm not bragging but i I mean this because i believe that's why god has blessed my business that i Mm -hmm. never stopped giving to the to the church never yes i I, I didn't use it as an excuse not to give i didn't use it as not to help other people because I was given in faith believing that God was going to do a work for me and not to make religious but that's just the way I you know I operated from but I was still scared so I was giving in fear right because I I know 
I was skipping to give the money, but I gave with fear tied to faith, right? Because <laughs> I was mm-hmm. just, yeah, Lord, I know you're gonna do something in this, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just kept my electronic deposit yep. going to the yep. church and, you know, it, it stayed the same. And I agree with you, Katrina. I think that's why God has, you know, blessed me the way that he has because I'm giving him his off the top. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, so to that point, and I'm, and I'm glad, I'm glad that came up with that, 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 that we're in this kind of place with this conversation, because I, anybody who knows me knows that I believe in balance. I believe in perspective. And so you two saying that, that's an absolute testament to faith. And, mm-hmm. and, and even, you know, in the midst of fear, um, you know, faith and fear coexist, I, I believe that wholeheartedly. So you two said that you both kept giving and, and that's kind of, you know, you believe that that's why you're blessed like you are now, you know, in spite of losing the quote unquote stability. I'm gonna come at it from the flip side and say, when I lost my stuff, I put mine on hold. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you, I did. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's honest, though. That, no, that no, is, right, right, that's, and, and that's and that's what I'm saying. That, that that's why it's good because you two can both kind of confirm that. Okay, God still honored your faith, and on the flip mm-hmm. side, I can say, well, guess what? He also honored and understood my fear. Yeah. Be, be, mm-hmm. Because because even in spite of that, even me having to press pause on my on my giving at the time. Um, he still came back and said, I understood where you were. I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. hold it against you. You know, yeah. you, you, I know you, you my child. We're going to be real about this thing. And guess what? Even though you quote unquote paused, I'm going to still bless you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still blessing you. And so it just goes mm-hmm. to show, just goes to show the totality of, 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 of him and his sovereignty. Absolutely. Right. And, and so that, 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 that I, I love that because, you know, I, I love y'all's testament to, to, to faith in the midst of fear. And, mm-hmm. you know, I love the fact that even though I know I had faith at a certain point, my fear was probably a little bit bigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? it happens. And, yeah. and, God, and God honored all of it. He understands. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I think the only reason why I was able to do it is because again, um, and I don't know I've told this story in private, but when I, when I got ready to graduate, the day I graduated from law school, I cried, not because I was graduating, but because they told me I couldn't even get my my degree or they weren't going to certify me to sit for the bar exam because I owe $3,333. I will never forget wow. that. Day. And mm. I had 86 cents in my account, my 86 cents. And it, you know, and I, I couldn't even, when I went across the stage, I don't even think there's a picture of me smiling because the burden of, mm-hmm. of not being able to sit for the bar. And you know, my parents couldn't give me three, but I will never forget, you know, I prayed and my aunt and my best friend Crystal Young stepped in and they wrote them checks and I got my stuff and my point is that that all I needed for God to do was show up in that time for me to know what he had done so I was able to lie on past events to trust him in this one does that make sense so I probably would have been the same way had I not already know what it's like how God can make a dollar out of 15 cents literally so Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's 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 a great, great story. I love that. Um, kind of kind of staying in the vein of, of the whole losing stability and and, and kind of being thrust into um, an, an unstable time. Um, something that I don't know that we talk about a lot when it comes to you know losing like that is the grieving process. I know we we, we talk about it when it comes to um, um, losing a loved one and things like that. But what was your process? What was your grieving process like when it came to um, losing the job and and kind of just kind of traversing that path. What, what did it, did you have a grieving process? And if so, what was that like, Ashley? 
Yeah, well, mine didn't last very long. <laughs> I mean, I had a period where, you know, where I really genuinely miss my coworkers. I miss right. being around people. And that just kind of goes back to the, the shift that we all had to make when the pandemic hit. Right. Um, you know, me living alone and just, I really had a lot of time. We all had a lot of time to just kind of sit and think. Um, but I think if it wasn't for my business and for God setting me up to like jump right into that, right. I would have been in a much worse place. Um, I really didn't have time to, to grieve too much. I just was just so excited about what I was doing and wow. the difference I was making in other people's lives. And that just got me out of bed every morning and I was just excited, you know? So, I mean, I did have a little period where, you know, I was a little down, missing people and, and then again, worried about my health insurance, you know, like, how am I going to get this medicine, Lord? You know, I need this medicine so I can continue to do what I do and, and be that trainer. Right. And so, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I think it was definitely the business and the excitement for finally doing something that I love yeah. that constantly got me out of bed excited and just and just fulfilling my purpose every yeah. single day. Yeah. That's great. That's great. That's great. What about you, Trina? Did you have a grieving process? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> let's be clear. I never wanted to be in private practice. I didn't go to law school to be in private practice. I wanted, I was perfectly okay working at a firm, working for somebody, get my direct deposit, my 401k, and moving on with my life. Like I told you, the Lord woke me up and said, you going you going to uh, the promise. Like, I, and I remember asking, I was like, you know, I didn't ask for this, right? I know I was <laughs> suffering, but I didn't ask you for this. Like, we could have, you could have fired the the hell raiser yeah. you could you could have gave me a new job like i didn't ask for this so and i will never forget like when i was suffering i remember i was in the shower and i was um after everything was settled and over and i got to thinking like you know did what was did i make this this is the right call yeah. should i have fought harder should i have asked for you know these things and you know, one of the things God reminded me is that you can't ask to be free and still long for the place at the same time. Mm -hmm. And um, once I came to that realization, that's when I started figuring out what, what was gonna be my next move. Um, I had made a ton of money for them, a ton of money. Yep. And my thing is that if you can, that you have the same skill set, you have the same personality, you have a circle of network, you can do this. You okay. you can do this. And I think it was believing and believing in myself embedded on me. That was the hardest part because you know, you hear people tell you that you're smart, you hear people tell you that you're a good lawyer, you know, I want one attorney, um, an attorney award, outstanding attorney award and all of that. Right. And that and that's good, but you're working under somebody else, right? And so, right. but when you step out there and it's your name and on the insurance and I was just like, I didn't even I'm not one of these people who ask for this like this was my hope or dream so yeah. for me it really was grieving my direct deposits the stability <laughs> the certainty that no matter what hell or how water i was going to get paid and also when you when you work for yourself what you kill is what you eat so if you don't kill anything guess what you don't eat mm -hmm. That's right. And I like to eat, so that was the issue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> agreed. Agreed fully. Um, I, I I just think about going back to that time. Um, as a matter of fact, in November, it was three years since since I had been let go. Um, yeah, and, and I I never forget, like for about really for about almost about six months. Um, and it's just real talk. Six months. I was I was planning and 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 plotting on how I could. Um, clap back at the folks Woo! who made 
Me too. I ain't want to say it. Me too. Oh, I, 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 was, I mean, I, I was I was thinking of the, the the creative ways that if I saw them, I could either just kind of just kind of throw shade at them or or, or or even cuss them out. I, I had all kind of thought. I mean, I, I I was in a I was in a place, man. I was in a bad place, mm-hmm. but wow. kind of like what you said, Trina, um, about how how the Lord said that said that to you about you know being free and, and going back and everything. Um, he reminded me of the words that I wrote in I think it was my first book, hashtag Better, and in that chapter it was a chapter in there called Let It Go, mm-hmm. and and he reminded me of what I wrote, and it, this is how this is how amazing it is. He used my own words to get me together, <laughs> and, and so and I remember in that in that um, in in the book I said something to the effect of you know sometimes we go through an experience that's necessary. It hurts, but it's necessary to get us to where we really want to be. And 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 how disrespectful is it to get to the place you want to be, but then constantly be thinking about the place you left. Right, mm-hmm. right, and, right, and and that hit me like a ton of bricks because I'm like, hold on, I'm sitting up here planning and plotting and all of this stuff when I'm ten times better than I was when I was there, mm-hmm. but I still want to make a plan to clap back. Like what? <laughs> and so it was just, it it was just, it was, it, it hit me like a ton of bricks because it was just like, yo, either you gonna move on and and walk in this purpose and be fulfilled and joyous and all that stuff or you gonna hold on to somewhere you didn't want to be all for the sake of retribution retribution mm-hmm. and end up affecting yourself yeah yeah and and, and so so yeah so i but 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 i mean my wife can tell you man i mean both of y'all y'all, y'all know ash um mm-hmm. man i was i was it was hard it was hard because because i had the weight of and, and i this was put on nobody nobody else put this on me but myself but i had the weight of husband daddy we had just closed on a new house we had our, our new baby was four months old and here i am now mm-hmm. unemployed i can't tell you how worthless i felt as a man oh, i mean I, I i felt i felt like a bum ashley getting up going to work every day taking taking the kids you know i i'm staying in the bed late and you know getting up taking the little one to daycare and then coming back home and looking around like well what do i do now like i just I mean, it, it, it was bad for a while. I, I shed a lot of tears. I had a lot of anger. Um, and then at a certain point, the light switch just flipped on and God was like, isn't this what you've been wanting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To be able to operate from this place of, of your own schedule, being on your own time and doing what you love doing. And it was him saying that that really made me say, what the heck am I doing? Let me get up and make this happen. Mm-hmm. And so- Anthony, so, I have to share this. I have to yeah, share this. please do. Make it short. I remember when I first finished UNA and I had this job at this nonprofit that I loved and I had a supervisor. She wasn't as bad as the one that we talking about, but duh, she was just as, she was, she was like saying little sister, the other one was saying wife. Um, but, but she was terrible. And I remember one day she came in and she, she just said, you're fired. And she made up this bogus excuse. So when I filed for unemployment, they denied it, right? And and I was fresh out of college. Never. I mean, I was so upset and crying out. Let me tell you, I went to go pick my sister up from work one day. This was like maybe two, three years later. No joke. The one of the clients had ordered some pizza from Papa John's. So I'm sitting on the couch waiting on my sister to get off work. And my sister's behind the desk working. And they come in, the Papa John's truck pull up. And all my old boss hops out 
with her Papa John's uniform on, delivering pizza. Now, let me be clear. I'm not making fun of people delivering pizza. But when you drop from making eighty, ninety thousand dollars a year to making seven dollars and seventy seventy-five cents, this is no lie. Unreal. The Lord said in my head, just as clear as day, I will fight your battles. Mm -mm. And and so when this current situation happened um, from the last job or whatever, um, and I was thinking about how can I get even this that other, the Lord, I saw a Papa Judge truck drive down the street, and the Lord was like, "Look, have I not shown you what I will do?" Right. Right. Let it go. And that's I'm you. telling you, that that's all I needed to do. And I was on it something else at that that's point. You. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I hadn't I hadn't had those jacked up thoughts in a long time. And thank God I haven't because mm-hmm. you know, cause 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 who knows what that could do for and, and not to say that I would be violent or anything with anybody, but just my character could be so tainted from from, mm-hmm. from stepping outside of myself and doing and saying something crazy to somebody. It's just it ain't worth it. So yeah, you're right. Let it go. Mm-mm. Let it go. Kind of, kind of on that. When I talked about that whole how I grieved for about, I mean, it was a solid, it was a solid four months or so. Um, and, and even after that, even after I, after those four months, I was finally starting to walk in my purpose. I still was, you know, going through the, the, those thoughts and everything. But, but for me, to flip the inconvenience into inspiration, um, I had, I've been doing some little work here and there on, on, on the purpose and, 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 and getting things going, but. It took about four solid months for me to finally, you know, kind of flip it into high gear and say, all right, let's make it happen. For you all, um, how long did it take you to kind of flip the inconvenient circumstances into inspiration? And and, and kind of what was that like for you? What was that process like for you? Uh, Ash, feel free. Yeah, well, for me, I moved pretty quickly. Um, So March 17th is when we started working from home. March 25th is when I launched my first online fitness program. And I thought, okay, you know, maybe 10, 20 people will join. You know, I was just kind of downplaying it, but I had over 60 people to join that thing. And so that alone in itself just inspired me just to keep going and keep creating. And I mean, I've just been going, going strong ever since, you know, and it's, it's just, you know, the inspiration and the transformation of my clients that just keeps me just wanting to continue to create and and do that. And so um, for me, like I said, I mean, it was, it was immediate. It was immediate because God had set me up for it and I was ready to hit the ground running. And I must say that, I mean, a year ago, I never saw myself in this place. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I didn't. Like, if you had told me I'd be an entrepreneur, I'd be like, no, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur ever. (laughs) But it's just amazing how things shift, how life shifts. And um, and yeah, and he he had been preparing me for it and I didn't even know it. So I was ready. I hit the ground running. I just I just want you to know you and your response just then, you encapsulated that whole argument. Or, or scientific evidence that girls mature faster than boys. It took you <laughs> eight days. It took me 130. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed. But... <laughs> no, don't be embarrassed. Nah. No, no. Me, I mean, I had to. Because like I say, I'm a single woman now. And like, I mean, I'm like, okay, so I've got to, Yeah. I got to make some stuff shake, and you know? Did. Yeah, yeah, and so I did. That's what's up, man. What about you, Trina? How how long did that process take you 
to flip it. You know, you know what's crazy is that the whole time the Lord was was setting up this entrepreneur life, I was putting in job applications. I literally had an offer from the city. I had an offer for one of the major um, automobile companies to be on their legal department. I had an offer from one of the major hospitals here to be in their legal department. Like a ton. I had at least yeah. four. Yeah. yeah. And I remember when I was talking to my sister about it and she said, how did you feel when you walked in there? And I said, because you know, when you, when you think about the, especially working for the automobile company, I mean, all the perks, I was just like, yeah, you know, that's all I could think about. My sister's like, no, I need you to reflect on what you felt like. Yeah. And I, and I closed my eyes and I tried, and I tried to reimagine it and I felt stressed. I felt mm. stressed. And, and when I said that, she said, then that's not for you. Mm-hmm. And when I went through every offer that I had, it came back to that's not for you. Right. And so um, at that point, it was like, okay, all right, I'm going to do my own thing. But what is my own thing? You know, like what what does that, what area is that? And I had a um, friend of mine that was starting a business that was having some issues with her contract. And she called me and she was like, hey, can I hire you to, to negotiate this contract for me? And I'm a good negotiator. I mean, just even if I wasn't a lawyer, I could always argue at a stop sign. So it's all good. <laughs> and so I uh, I did. And we ended up getting this huge settlement. And she was just like, you should really think about doing this. But I was like, well, everybody does this. What specifically can I do? And when I realized that the vast majority of minority-owned entrepreneurs and business owners didn't know anything about intellectual property, didn't know anything about trademarks, didn't know anything about that a lot of our ideas are being stolen by major companies because we don't have the capital beforehand to actually secure our brands and our ideas I was like that's where I need to be and so I set out I started studying going taking class spending all my money I spent like three four months prepping to really learn this area and then if and then after that I just it just took off and when I tell you it took off I mean it took off so yeah that, that was that was it nice Nice, nice. So, so I'm I'm loving the fact that that right now, um, you know, all, all of us, but but the focus is on YouTube right now. Um, that that you're on the path, that we're on the path. That I think it's safe to say we all firmly believe is is meant for us. Right. Um, and so, with that, because um, we always want to be 100% real with with the audience and with other people, um, there is while there's an element of excitement. And, and, and there's passion and there's joy and enjoyment to what we do. Um, I think it's also safe to say um, all of us have a healthy fear about oh, yeah. where we are right now in life. And so I just wanna ask you that just straight up, what scares you most? And, 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 I, and I use the word scare, not, not like in a Michael Myers, Jason Freddy kind of scare, but just kind of that healthy fear. But what scares you most about the path that you're on right now? Trina, what about you? Growth. You know, it's one thing. So, you know, I I, I do a, a firm budget every month of, of, of what, I mean, of course, I know what my overhead is, but what I want to bring in for the month. So let's type, and I'm just throwing numbers out. Let's say it's $10,000 a month. So, okay. you know, I'll get that and I'll say, okay, what do I need to do to achieve this goal? Well, you know, and that's, and that's I'll bring some, you know, so much you may hit the goal, so much you may not. Sure. But here lately, it has grown so much that I was telling my sister that I needed help. Like, I, I have wow. to have some assistance like at wow. least one two. but here's the thing I don't like to delegate I don't trust other people to do my <laughs> I don't know I don't like to delegate right yeah. Yeah. when I worked at my old jobs I've always had an assistant or somebody else and so I they do what I said but you know my name went on the door right yeah. and so 
I think for me, growth is the scariest part because as you grow, you have to bring other people on. Like you cannot do it by yourself. And I have just struggled with expanding to the point of hiring other people to come and and trust them enough to be a part of my vision. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that for me is my biggest fear. Yeah. Yeah. That's solid. That's solid. What about you, Ash? Help Help you feel. Um, I would say just the fear of, I don't want to say the fear of failure, but I know that a lot of businesses and just life in general has its ups and downs. Right. Um, and I'm like, okay, everything's going so well now, you know, am I ever going to hit, you know, a valley? I mean, we all have our peaks and valleys. And I was uh, looking at one of my, uh, one of my inspiration, she's also a, a fitness trainer, entrepreneur and everything. And she was giving her testimony about how just a few years ago, you know, she was um, literally like, you know, living check to check to the point where all she had was pancake mix and hot dogs to eat until, wow. it, until she got her next paycheck. And I'm like, oh God, I was like, you know, I've never, you know, hit that point. And I'm just like, you know, I just hope that it never gets to that point, but I feel like sometimes it takes moments like that to really make you appreciate what you have and to make you go harder. Um, But, you know, I don't necessarily want to hit that point. You know what I mean? So I think it's just the fear of unknown, knowing that, you know, there may be some some highs and some lows and just, how I'll deal with that. And I know that God will help me deal with that. I know that he will, you know, work on my behalf, but just, I guess the fear of failure. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, and that's not always legit. being on top, you know? That's legit. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's legit. I, um, I I love that. And what you just said about not always being on top. Um, I've heard it said, I, I can't remember where, I might even be adding some of my words to it, but um, I don't know that, it, it, I think it's I think it was said that that you never want to get to a place where you're on top and you're fighting to stay on top because that implies that you have to continuously fight and fight and fight and it's just so it's almost an untenable place and so what you want to do is you want to hit a place where you're succeeding and where you can just kind of level out and be like you know what I'm good right here mm-hmm. just, just that place of, of dare I say contentment where mm-hmm. whereas it's not like this this constant battle to, to to keep your place but it's a place where you're good you, you're operating in purpose those you helping are good and and everything that you have and or that, that you need is provided for and you are literally just in a place of saying you know what if I go no higher I'm good with that because at least I know I'm not going any lower to that place that right there um, that 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 would be I think that that would be ideal and so, so that's, that's very, a, very real. Good point. Yeah. Um, I, I think one of the other things actually made me think um, is that one of the things I had to do away with is comparing myself to other people too. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ashley was talking about this girl that she looks up to. Um, and in my area of law, I really don't, I'm, not because I don't want to. Sure. Um, it's just, I always looked at other people and I'd be like, oh, they're doing this. Maybe you need, I, I remember, and it's a true story, when Anthony dropped his first book, right? I was like, man, Anthony wrote a book. I should probably think about writing the book. Girl, you know you don't want to write no book. Shut up. You know? <laughs> it's, it's all about staying in your own lane. In your lane. Purpose. Mm-hmm. No, 
that you're doing what you are supposed to be doing. We can always be happy and clap for other people and cheer for other people. We don't right. have them though, right? That's and it. so I, I had to actually start deleting people off my page that I that I felt like was 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 causing me to doubt myself. I was like, you know what? No, uh-uh, I'm not gonna even watch that. Cause guess mm-hmm. what? I'm staying focused on what God is calling me to do. That is really hard. That is yeah. the hard. That was probably the hardest thing for me starting now is really being able to say you're not them. They are not you. Focus right. on what you have have going on. That's it. Absolutely. That's it. That's it. And I love that you just said that, Trent, about um, just the basic step of deleting folks from your page. Not because you got anything against them, but it's just because you know yourself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so to, to that point, I do the same thing now, like even now, um, and I've been on this path now for for three and a half years, well, almost three and a half years, and um, and like now when I go on, um, let's say if it's Facebook, you know, Facebook specializes in people posting their highlights. Yes, come on. right, and come on. and so and so for me, what I've learned is sometimes when I see certain highlights, my mind, un, you know, un, un, unintentionally is just kind of on its own goes to a place of well how they do that and what you doing and Anthony why you ain't there or why you can't do blank and so what I do now is if I go on Facebook I go to post what I post and literally I exit up out of that thing because if I get to scrolling I know I'm gonna see something that's gonna trigger me mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna mess up my piece and it's gonna mess me up for the rest of my day because mm-hmm. all I'm gonna do from that point on is compare where I am to where that person said that they are yeah right Right, and, so, and it's on them because you know what? You, it's in, if you got a new car, got a new marriage, kudos to you. Amen. It's about protecting your own peace, right? That's you it. don't owe you don't owe anybody else your peace, and they that's never it. have to know that that's what you're feeling because you're struggling internally. Right. But why keep putting yourself in a position where you start to feel envy or jealous? I absolutely right. refuse to do it. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, it's nothing against them. No. I, I just protect me. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. And I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm so big on that on protecting your peace I'm, I'm i'm big on knowing your triggers and then avoiding those triggers right <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what we gotta do so all right man look th- this has been an amazing amazing conversation i want to kind of end it just kind of um just asking you all just to just to specifically i guess give uh, and i hate using the word advice in this context but but, but let me just ask this w- what would you say to somebody who's listening and they find themselves in a place kind of of a limbo. Um, they're they're kind of clueless as to what their next step might be as they're going through a period of inconvenience, of, of, of being thrust into the unknown or, or, or going from stable to unstable. What would you say to somebody who finds themselves in that place right now um, to kind of give them some, I don't know, encouragement, advice, perspective, whatever, to help them navigate this point or this place of inconvenience? Ash, what would you say? I would say it's definitely okay to have your moment, you know, whether it's grief, whether it's sadness, you know, whatever. Take time to have your moment, but don't stay there. Do not stay there. You've got to pick yourself up and get up out of that and just know that God will definitely lead you on the path that you need to go. So for me, you know, what I had to do was I had to eliminate all distractions going back to social media, like during that um, fast that I did at the beginning of January, like I completely took myself off social media. I did my 21 day Daniel fast and I just, you know, allowed God to speak to me. I was constantly in the word. And so 
just just find your space wherever that is you know if it's in fasting praying or whatever and just you know just go after it once you receive that peace and that confirmation I mean, definitely just go for it and just know that even though it may not be clear, it may not make sense to you right then, but you 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 just gotta go for it. You gotta go for it. So that's my advice. Um, well, I, first thing I, I definitely agree with Ashley. Feel be okay with feeling your feels. I know I think we have society now that promotes you, you know, don't don't let them see you sweat. Well, sometimes mm-hmm. you know what? You gotta sweat, cry, scream, holler, whatever. How be ever we're gonna get we're gonna put a time limit on that and then it's time to move on to something. I think the most important thing you can do is figure out what your skill set is. What mm-hmm. do you offer? What do you have to offer? What do you want to do? You know, that cheesy phrase, if you could do something for the rest of your life and not get done for what would it be? And let mm-hmm. me say this, one of the things I've um, I do business plans with clients who are starting businesses off, and one of some of my research has found that in the midst of a recession. Um, in the midst, especially like the last great recession that we had, you know, Uber was formed. So many companies that we love and we use and depend on were formed out of tragedy, out of a depression, Mm -hmm. out of a recession. So what I'm saying is that if you are current, it may not be a a recession in the nation, but in your personal life, it may be a recession. You are primed to be successful. That's the perfect time because I'm telling you, that amazing things happen when people are down to nothing. I, mm-hmm. I I just cannot tell you how many people have learned to be creative when they have nothing. So if you're in that space, you're in a good space and you're in good company. So just write, find you, figure out, hire Anthony to coach you through. Let's let him, let him cause I, I did, I went to Anthony and used one of his classes. I was like, okay, so let me ask you this question. You know, you need to find somebody, someone, something that can help you map out what your next steps are going to be. And then the last thing, trust yourself. Trust Mm -hmm. yourself, trust in your abilities to do what you know you can do. And then whatever you can't do, hire somebody that can. There you go. Mm -hmm. There you go. Awesome, awesome, awesome advice, awesome perspective, awesome wisdom that can only be forged in the fire of experience. Mm -hmm. So Trina, Ashley, thank y'all for just the amazing story, the amazing transparency, um, and, and just being willing to share um, the uh, about the leap that you both took. Um, I really, really believe that this is going to bless so many people around the world. This has been a great conversation. Um, look, I don't want to leave without without you all giving people a way to get in touch with you, connect with you, etc. So please, please, please. Um, give us, you know, whether it's social media, email, website, whatever you got that people can use to connect with you. Share that with us real quick. Ashley, go ahead. Okay. You can reach me at LLC at gmail.com. My website is rawarriorfitness.com. And I have the same handles for Instagram and Facebook as well. Awesome. And you can reach me. So on Facebook, it's Creative Mind, M-I-N-D, Law. Um, firm, and then on um, Instagram is at your trademark attorney, and then our website is www.creativemindlaw.com. Um, definitely feel free to reach out um, and schedule a consultation. We definitely can help uh, get, help you plan and, and figure out what you need. Awesome. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, um, I really believe that for anybody who might not know who Ashley Nicole or who Katrina Brown is, I definitely believe that 2021 is the year 
that a whole lot of folks learn y'all's names and fall in love with them and and reach out and connect with you um i'm just believing that y'all this year is going to exceed your expectations because i firmly believe that you all are going to do some work that exceeds expect the expectations of so many others so thank you all for what you do and um i'm looking forward to the next time we chop it up so thank y'all for being a part of this show today thank you so much absolutely you're welcome thank you Look, great conversation, right? I don't know if if you're in this place right now of of being inconvenienced or um, being unsure or kind of scared that the rug might be pulled from under you, but it's possible, right? None of us are immune to experiencing what um, me, Katrina, and Ashley experienced. I've always said that all it takes is the right person having the wrong day and uh, anybody can find themselves out of out of a position or a situation right so I want to encourage you after hearing this interview I want to encourage you to start working on whatever that thing is right that you've been thinking about whatever that thing is that you put on the back burner so many years ago whatever that thing is that you said ah, I'll get to it when I get to it you never know if Again, you're going to start out the day being at work and end the day not knowing what your next move is. You never know if that's going to happen. Of course, God forbid it does. I pray you never have to experience that. But I definitely want you to start putting some things in motion right now to where if it does happen, you're inspired and you can get something going because you've been working on that something already. All right. Not saying what it is. I mean, of course, only you know that. Only you know what it is that 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 that's in your heart. Only you know what it is that you're 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 gifted to do, and that you have a talent and an eye and a knack for. So, do not waste any more time. Do not put it on the back burner any longer. You can still operate, do your job at a high level, and at the same time, build something on the side. All right. You never know when inconvenience is going to have to turn into inspiration. All right. Thanks so much for rocking with me on this episode. Tune in next week for the finale episode where I'm going to talk to a couple of people who simply have to do it. Make sure you tune in so you can hear what I mean. Talk to you soon. I'm out.